What's going on? Hey, Flavor. Morning. Hey, Kartik. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Welcome to the playroom, officially. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're most uh, welcome. Could I be talking to you? Where, where are you based out of? Uh, um, Atlanta. Oh, nice. What okay. about you? How, I'm in Bangalore in India, so... Wow, this is two, the two first. The <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is exciting. You're the first... I would say officially you're the first Indian to be in our show, and it's such a pleasure to have you. It is an honor to have you here, man. Absolutely, my pleasure as well, my friend. So, um, yeah, I'm all yours for the next 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Tell me more about yourself. Let the people know who you are. You know, now we know where you are from, but I'm sure people want to understand, oh, what does he do? What is what is a profession? I would definitely want to tap in. Oh, yeah. Thanks for asking. Uh, well, uh, my name is Karthik. And, uh, well, like I said, I am based in uh, India, in Bangalore. And Bangalore is uh, is called as the Silicon Valley of, uh, of India. So it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's more or less, if you've been to the Bay Area, um, it's more or less a similar culture that uh, that exists in this place. So, yeah. Uh, so, well, that's where I am from, and uh, I am a podcaster too. Uh, well, I also do a couple of other things. I okay. am a copywriter, and I also help brands create podcasts for their brands. All right. So, I think that's what I do, and uh, I have a long history. Uh, happy to jump into whatever. It, uh, whatever makes sense Okay, okay, most definitely You mentioned making podcasts for people Tell me the process yeah. How does that work for you And how, do they find it easy to work with When you let them go Or do you have to be with them And you know help them through the ropes As they build their courses And their modules and episodes Or whatever they want to build as a, as a brand um, Yeah, I think, um, you know I I help people in a couple of ways one of course is uh, the courses that i create but i think that's a very non-touch way of helping nice. and uh, the the major work that i do is actually working in person with brands and when i say brands these are um, you know big uh, bigger brands which have like uh, a presence global uh, a, a global presence and also uh, with startups mm. uh, so it's interesting uh, that you ask me how I work because it's so different in the way I work with these brands as opposed to how I work with just people like you and you know when I say you personal brands you and me yeah um, well when it comes to brands the way uh, I look at podcasts and the way I urge other brands to look at podcasts is a way of building relationships and um, when I say relationships, specifically relationships with your your audience, your customers, or your uh, whatever, right? Yeah. So I think that's the way I, I I I tend to look at podcasts in general. And when it comes to brands, the way we start is we start with talking about the brand itself as mm-hmm. to what the brand is trying to achieve. Yeah. Because as you can probably imagine, uh, every brand has a certain kind of a goal. They start. They start talking about uh, that business goal and which eventually leads to multiple kinds of 
you know, engagements that they want to do. The tools to uh, to do what you want to do may be different, and podcasting is just one such tool. Mm-hmm. So, so the conversations typically start with uh, with with uh, with you know where you really want to go. What are your goals? And I think it's practically the same step that I push even personal brands to do. Okay, that's a great point that you mentioned because when you think about solving problems and you think about having a brand. You think about the external factor, you think about the end consumer, the quality of audio, the quality of of messaging, the quality of deliverance, the quality of just creating value and having an offer that is actually so hard to miss because it's so good that somebody needs this for their daily lives because it's actually an asset to their business, you know? Right. So I know that sometimes people start podcasts, they fail. I started a podcast, I, I stopped, and then I started again. I was talking about this on Clubhouse just yesterday. And mm-hmm. it's amazing that now I picked it up again. And I've been right. doing it for two years now, since 2019. And and I've seen the growth. I've definitely seen the growth. I really appreciate anyone listening to me, everyone listening to me, and especially the person listening right now. Because... Right. It, it just feels good to actually talk about things like this that you wouldn't see on, on TV, you know, but right. but also, you know, that podcasts fail because sometimes people just give up or they don't know what to say. They don't have content. They can't produce mm. once a week. So how do you identify those problems and how do you solve them when they become an issue? You know, um, it's interesting you use the word fail and you used it a couple of times. Yeah. So, and I've seen this uh, being used by a lot of people. I think here's, let me, let, for those of you who think it's failing, uh, let me give you a different way of looking at it. Um, first of all, let me tell you that your podcast is not failing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, your podcast never fails. What is probably failing is your message. Right. Uh, what's probably failing is who you're talking to. Uh, a, a better way of looking at it, uh, of flavor is, think about it this way, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're hungry and you want to have a good meal. Maybe it's it's just a, maybe, maybe just a burger, but you want something to eat. Yeah. And it makes more sense for you to go and stop by, say, you know, McD's or uh, uh, some place where you can get burgers as opposed to going to a place where you get ice creams. Right. Right? So there is a mismatch in terms of what you want and what you get. So mm-hmm. what happens is typically when people start a podcast, they don't think too much about who they want to connect with. Yeah. They don't think about what what is that message they want to send across. And they end up t- doing doing a show it's which is all about themselves. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. <laughs> you should do, in fact, a show about yourself. But it's a good idea if you can take a moment, pause, and think about what do I really want to tell about myself Yeah, that can help me connect with a certain self, people, uh, not the entire world, not the entire city, not the entire town, just enough people. It could be just a handful of people, 10 people, 20 people, 100 people. What do you want to tell them? They are people just like you, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can hone on that message... And if you can find the right set of people, I think you you have you have a successful show. So there is never there is there is no failure 
when it comes to podcasting in my mind. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think the moment you're able to understand what questions people are asking, right. then you're able to expand that and do 10 minutes every week, 10 minutes every week, 10 minutes every week. Before you know it, you've done yeah. 52 weeks and you have 52 episodes. And you look yeah. back, you're like, wow, it's good I started because it's always better to start with a step than to start with a jump. So absolutely, it, it just makes a lot of sense. And in your profession too, how would you say that you have become deep and engaging when letting your clients know that they need to have engaging conversations with complete strangers? Like, look at us. You know, you're all the way in India. I'm all the way in Atlanta. But we're speaking like friends. We're speaking like we know each other. So you have to be confident with yourself enough to actually become the voice. So how do you teach them those processes so they don't feel overwhelmed? Uh, well, it's a little different with brands because as you can imagine, brands don't have faces. Right. Right. I mean, that's what happens with them. Uh, it's a little different with brands. But let's talk about personal brands. Maybe someone who's listening to this has, and in my opinion, all of us have a personal brand. Yeah. Uh, so it's not something that you create. You're already uh, living inside of this personal brand because people around you are are making something out of what they see and feel about you. Mm-hmm. When they talk to you when they look at you. So, so let's talk about personal brands. And I think the, the one thing that I always uh, talk about when it comes to podcasts is think about it this way. Just like you and I are speaking at this point. Yeah. We are, end of the day, connecting with people. That's you know, true. It, you know, you could be doing a, a, a business as a personal brand. It could, it could be that you're running a store or it could be that you're running a coaching service or something, right? Mm-hmm. But end of the day, we do businesses with people. Yeah. Right? We don't we don't uh, interact with machines. So what we're looking at is connecting with uh, with another human, just like uh, you and I. Yeah. So, so it's all about building a good relationship, right? Uh, at this point, uh, we got we got started la- uh, talking in the last less than ten minutes, and I I already I already feel like we're talking as if we met uh, last week. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's about it's about being easy uh, with your own voice and being easy with uh, accepting another person, um, you know, who's sitting across the table or remotely with you uh, for a conversation. And just think about it this way, uh, you know. Don't don't. I, I think I've seen a lot of people talk about the dating analogy. Yeah. I think that's a little too heavy because you're trying to impress somebody there. But here, you're not trying to impress somebody. You're just trying to connect with that human. You're just trying to connect with their, uh, with, with, with their, the, the, the very the very feelings they made about. Yeah. So I think if you think about it that way, automatically things start to fall in place. You lose that anxiety. You know, you stop sweating and you start getting the right words in your mouth to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and it makes it makes it better for you because, like you mentioned, as a brand. People understand who you are as a brand when they understand the promise mm-hmm. you're making every day. So right. that consistency, that resilience, that tenacity is very important for someone to say, okay, he actually means what he says. Okay, this product actually works. Okay, this service is actually important. So right. people get to understand how important something is when you put that first leg forward. And mm-hmm. 
it takes a long time because you may think oh nobody's gonna like me or nobody's going to like this nobody's even listening to me but once you start putting those thoughts in your head then that's that's exactly what's gonna happen because and, 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 yeah and frankly you don't really need everybody to like you no you don't you just need some people to like you that's okay exactly and that that is the set of people you want to talk to uh don't don't which is why i say there is nothing called as failure even one person you connect with is a huge success yeah it is a huge success i think because two people tend to see themselves differently that they right. put themselves out in a different way and right, it takes exactly. it takes a while for someone to realize that hey i actually have value let me be the best i can be to this person now mm-hmm. and people don't see right. that so with that in mind how do people even align a podcast to to your brand or your business or to their brand to their business how do they say okay we have staff we have media now we have a right. podcast. Where does this fit in? So how do you help them align those things that it's not so foreign to the point where now it becomes a problem? Right. And um, and as you can imagine, you know, if, if, I, if I were to say, hey, brands are nothing but human beings too. If you think about it that way, um, you know, just like the parts of our body, every, bo- every part of the body has a certain job to do. Right, uh, eyes are meant to see. Your nose is meant to smell. You know, yada yada. Yeah. So I think if you look at brands the same way, you start to see that there are portions of the brand that are focused on what they do. There are portions of the brand which is focused on telling the world what they do. There are the portions of the brand which is looking at sustaining itself as a brand. So you can put different departments like finance, marketing, your product teams of that uh, kind in different buckets so once you understand this it's 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 about just connecting with the right people in trying to uh, help them do what they really want to do just to give you some examples you know yeah every brand has a product or a service so it could be that they're launching a new product and they want to talk to the world about the product mm-hmm. it could be the case that they're marketing a new product and you want and they want to uh, to re- to connect with a set of audience, their audience, so that they can connect with them and build a relationship. As you probably know, one of the biggest ways podcasts are being used, even by you and I, is to build relationships. Yeah. So brands do the same thing. So it's about finding the right people and starting to build a relationship with the brand, with with the people, with the yeah. audience, so that they can later on bring on their products and services you know, in the right time. So it's all about finding the right people and trying to understand what these people are being paid to do. Like, I mean, if Flavor is running a brand, uh, is, is running marketing for uh, for maybe Jordans at Nike, then I would be wanting to know what jo- what Flavor is being paid to get done. Mm. What What is his paycheck dependent on? And how can I be helpful? I, how can I help him in making sure that the, the next paycheck is going to come in? Even better, that he gets a promotion. Yeah. And if I can make you successful, then I've made the brand successful. Yeah. 
Speaking of flavor, <laughs> you know, let, just a little detour. People usually see my name as Favor, and then they know my stage name is Flav Beats, and then they join it together and then call it Flavor. And it's funny that you mentioned it because people used to do Favor and Flavor, and then that's how I got to find the name Flav because I mixed them together. So it's like, okay, Flav, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> so it's amazing that you mentioned that because you see, it's all about branding. You know, when you hear the name, it, it sounds like something to your ear and you actually go along with it. If you don't like it, you're not going to buy it, you know? So that's the thing. Even looking at your, your hoodie, you said it, it says free your voice and the word voice in terms of podcasting is huge because I was talking about this and it came to me um, in a couple of episodes before and I was telling the person that, even telling people on Clubhouse that voice for me is an acronym and I created this. It's value, offer, incentive, conversion, evaluation. Beautiful. And you know that all those things matter because it's a cycle. If somebody evaluates you well, if somebody gives you a good referee um, recommendation, if somebody gives you a good thumbs up, then the next person that comes, some people have businesses that are 99.9% referral. So right. people need those referrals, those evaluations, those, those good you know, conditions to make sure that the next person feels comfortable you know, to work with you. So it makes a lot of sense when you're able to be that voice and somebody's right. actually able to listen to you, understand, and then build that relationship going forward because... Once you're able right. to build a relationship, like shout out to Podmatch, you're able to meet people that connect. And this is one way that people actually feel close to each other because they know that, okay, this is what I'm right. trying to do. This person has no idea how to get it done, but I'm here to help them through the process. Even for you, you mentioned that, you know, earlier that, you know, building a brand from scratch is not easy. And right. I know exactly how you feel. So for you, what was it like, especially in India? Because people will be like, okay, is it the same thing in India that it is in the U.S. or in Nigeria or in South Africa or in Australia? Right. You know, is there a different dynamic to it? So tell us more about how you actually took a career break <laughs> and you built your online <laughs> brand from scratch. This is interesting. Uh, well, uh I took a break in 2016 and I had worked for about 15 years, uh, slightly over 15 years at that, that point in the world of products, marketing and design. And, you know, I just felt uh, it was time. I, I gave myself the chance to explore things that I really wanted to explore. Yeah. And um, I really didn't have any plans. And that's the, uh, that's the uh, hard truth. And uh, I just took a break. And, I, and culturally, it was not something that uh, people accepted. So I told the world around me here that I was doing something, you know, that people find, felt comfortable listening to. So in process, what I did was to, um, I started uh, to blog and uh, eventually I started a podcast after actually writing to these people in my in my blog and um, I, I asked them if, uh, you know, there were a lot of questions coming in. And I said, hey, would you like me to interview people and get them to answer these questions? Because I'm not the right guy to answer your questions. And a good number of them told me yes. So that's that I took as a, a great thumbs up to uh, to start a podcast. And um, 
it's not that I I started a podcast out of the out of the blues. I wanted to start a podcast for a long time. I've been listening to podcasts since 2009, 2008 types. And um I was in my last job, I was uh, spending 15 days every month roughly in the US in the Bay Area. So, I was like flying all the time and i um and i it so happened that i was when i was there i started to meet podcasters i started to meet podcasting i go i went to podcasting meetups mm. and that's how i started to get acquainted with podcasters and uh, in the due course i started to pick up microphones and you know expensive equipments which probably was not required to start on the first place but slowly i had um, literally uh set up the stage to do something i, I guess So I started the show at 2016 October 17th is when I started the show and uh uh well I did have some lofty plans thinking that I'm going to be making like 20 30,000 downloads an episode in in 3 months from then but well reality is a lot different right yeah <laughs> so so I started to um stop looking at downloads and um I was just focusing on these conversations and it so happened about 4 months roughly uh four months or three months into the conversation it was actually the new year so i think it's the fourth month when i actually started to uh, uh you know get interesting comments and one of those emails was someone who wrote to me saying would you like to come and do a workshop at uh, a company and this is a big multinational uh software company and my blog at the point was called designyourthinking.com mm-hmm. design thinking is uh, is a discipline in the world uh, in, in itself so you google design thinking you'll actually go be taken to stanford's website and ido and all of that so long story short that was the first uh, you know thing i uh, you know email that got me uh, pretty interested so i did i said yes to everything that came by Yeah. I started doing workshops, I did you know, speaking gigs, I started to do uh you know interestingly I even um, got someone writing to me saying hey I love your website would you uh be interested in creating a website just like yours for us. And I thought like hey you you basically asking me to create another WordPress website for you. Sure, let me do it. So in that process I realized uh it was not just the design, it was not the WordPress alone. It was what went into the website that they were more interested in. Yeah. They started uh telling me, "No, it doesn't look like your website." And the more I asked them questions, I realized they were interested in the copy. And I didn't know at that point that copywriting is something that is a profession, uh let alone uh being one of the highest paid professions in the world. Yeah. So I I got interested like hey this is cool someone is actually going to pay me for doing something I didn't know existed. So uh I think uh that was uh the point I started to realize that this is turning out to be something. I'm mm. in a career break and uh I least expected such things to happen. I was thinking two years I'm going to take a break, meet some interesting people through podcasts and uh eventually go back to work. I didn't frankly think about going back to work but I probably that was how things were to be played out but this started to take me in a different direction I started to realize that the conversations that I was having with people was the reason why all these things were happening mm. so what what was happening here is because I was speaking to these influential people and they started sharing my interviews to their email list I started to uh get more people listening to the show and uh by way of introduction 
I, start, I started to win people's trust and they started to write to me and ask me all these different things that I did not even know existed in the first place. Wow. So I think for, for me, I realized uh, there are two thumb rules I've always stuck with. Even today I do it. When people ask me for something, I say yes. I never say a no. Uh, second, whenever uh, whenever something shows up, I just try to uh, see how best I can actually um, make myself useful for that opportunity. Wow. That's an amazing story because you see, you started with a passion. It was an idea and then you understood the functionality and then later on people were able to appreciate you for it. But in the beginning, nobody was really happy for you because they thought that you're about to change something that, you know, should not be changed. <laughs> so when you're, when you're able to show people what your worth is and then you're able to deliver consistently that's when they'll be like, oh, me too. I have a nice voice. I can I can go there. Even for me as a musician, because I'm an artist. You know, I'm an artist first. Right. And people are like, oh, you do well on a late night Dr. Phil love show. And I was like, I don't think so. But okay, thank you for the compliment. You know, so I, I think about those things and I'm like, this is really... Somebody actually thought about something to say to me with this context in mind. And I wasn't taking it lightly because I was like, maybe I could actually be talking about love, you know, at 11 p.m. But I was like, that's not my focus. That's not my goal. But if every, if any way it fits and it comes in, perfect. You know, I can talk about that on my podcast. But my focus right. is not on relationships. It's on society and culture. That's why those questions would come in between and I'm able to, you know, fit that frame or fit that, that idea the person had times the number of people who would think the same thing. So right. it's such an amazing experience to actually find yourself and then find what actually things happen for you within that space. And then eventually it will come to you. That's why I, nobody told me, Hey, start a podcast today or you're going to get fired. You know, there was no attack. <laughs> there was no, I could have easily said to myself, I don't want to, and I wouldn't have done it. But you see now by me doing it, I'm able to meet people like you. I'm able to connect with people who I've never seen before because I'm in that space that allows me to actually become vulnerable to the society by giving value and actually expecting something back, but not in the same measure I give it because you never know what somebody has in mind. So that's Absolutely. what, yeah, that's, that's why I was able to train myself and, 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 and have a lot of skills. And even speaking of skills, how do you explore your hitting skills? How do some, how does someone think, oh, I also probably had the same thing too, but I don't know how to start. So how do they explore right. their hitting skills and come out with the best version of themselves? Oh, uh, well, I think, you know, one answer is never to say no, because sometimes skills our skills are things that we don't notice ourselves yeah so uh, you don't know that the skill exists until someone spots it on in you or sometimes you spot it if you're smart enough uh, I was not that smart enough to <laughs> to spot these skills okay. and I think I, I just took the help of people like you who spoke to me and said hey uh, would you like to be introduced to this person uh, they like to do this with you, etc., etc. And I think uh, my 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 just one small uh, piece of advice. I don't even call it advice. I think uh, from personal experience is to go and not be afraid of trying new things. Mm. Uh, you know, for me, when I started podcasting, I was like, well, I was thirty-five, 
running 36 and I had a two and a half year old son at that point and people thought I was nuts. Let me tell you the truth, that is exactly what people thought and some of them even told me that, you know, if everything was okay because I was having a very high paying job and I was traveling and things like that and people didn't expect, even my family didn't expect except, except my wife who had told me yes. So I think let's just stop fearing uh, and give it again, try things. I'm not saying be foolish enough uh, to to put down an entire career and try something, but I think just try something in the evenings or in the weekends and I'm sure you'll find something that's uh, that's interesting enough to, to, to drag you on for a whole new adventure. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. And you, when you think about voice, you think about how long this thing can last. Mm-hmm. It can last a decade. We still listen to old music. We still listen to classic Absolutely. music. We still listen to music that was recorded in the 40s and the 50s, you know. And you wonder, think about podcast 50 years from now. Where is it going to mm-hmm. be like? You know, we thought about the radio like, oh, we can't touch the radio. Now the radio right. is here. Now we, we are the radio, you know. So right. now we, we, we realize that it's not hard to start something. It's just based on the fear and the outcome that somebody actually puts themselves in. Right, right. Totally. And I, I really think, um, uh, you know, the, the future of anything is not clear to us. And so long as we are not doing something, we are just not connected to it. Yeah. And as you start doing something, you will start to see the future, not of just that um, thing that you're doing but also your future in it because I think that's what started to happen with me or I've seen this happen with so many people who have started things new there are people who have started painting when they're in their 40s people who have started dancing when they're in their 60s and I've speak, spoken to all of these people and, and I just get amazed and floored by the way by, by, by the sheer conviction that these people um, you know, uh, bring with them when they when they actually you know, talk about what they do and uh, and and actually do what they do. Exactly, it builds a lot of trust. It definitely builds attention, and then right. you're able to actually flow that wave because this podcast we're listening to right now, or this podcast we're we're in in this episode, someone may listen to this next week or a year from now, and may right. need that information then. They may have never needed it before, but because it's available and they found it, now they're able to apply it. And that's the beauty of voice. That's the beauty of listening. That's the beauty of echo. So someone may want to ask, how do you even unlock money? How do you start a podcast and unlock money just like that? Because you are in a great job. You already had a, a great career going on, but you're like, no. This is what I want to do and this is where I'm going. And people are always going to tell you no, especially when it's fearful because they themselves can't see themselves in that space. But you can. So is blogging and podcast, do they go together? Or can you just do podcasts by itself and just become (laughs) a money maker? Uh, well, I think uh, podcasting or blogging, for that matter, just in itself, don't make money, right? I mean, it doesn't help you make money. And I think the whole idea of, uh, of uh, podcasting, in my opinion, is relationship building. But relationships is the founding, you know, the, the foundation for a good uh, business or a good sale. 
you want to talk very tactically, but I think relationship is what uh, helps you do anything that uh, that you can probably do by yourself. If you're working for a company, then you don't need relationships. You just need to have a good CV, and people will hire you, and you're on on you know onto a roll. Right. And then if you want to do something on your own, if you want to stand on your own two legs and do something with your skills then it's important that you understand that you cannot exist without people around you yeah and in order to have those people around you you've got to build a network of your own right the, you know you can think about this whole thing as a set of concentric circles i mean you are in the center you have people around you the first set of people you know your your most uh, important set of people who you can reach out to who can put you across to more people now how do you really get there um, for which I think relationship building is number one, mm. and I think podcasting from that perspective is a is an amazing tool because uh, just uh, in in the due course of one conversation you start to see how you can actually build a relationship. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't really happen that that in a similar way with blogging. Blogging is a little different, but I think. Uh, podcasting to me is more powerful if you want to start building relationships. Blogging has its own strengths, of course. Yeah, exactly. You don't necessarily need to have a blog, but um, you know there, there are people who talk about blog and podcasting from from an SEO point of view, and I do talk about it too. But I think uh, that's purely to be found. But if you're looking at podcasting as a relationship building tool, your your attitude going in is to build relationships and use relationships to win businesses, connections, name it. Uh, you don't really care about how many people listen to your show. All you do care about is to have really good conversations in whatever topic you might have picked to have those conversations on. Yeah, because even a friend of mine, and he's also a client, a very dear client, and he, he was even saying how my podcast, it feels like it's, Actually, two people said this, and they kind of said it in paraphrasing. They said that that my podcast is somehow like a live show, but at the same time, it's not a live show, and it's not scripted. So I said, yeah, thank you, because I, I don't want to sound like someone that just had five questions, and after the five questions, okay, thank you so much for being here. You know, catch you next week. No. The whole idea is to be part of the conversation. If it lasts an hour, if it lasts 10 minutes, at the end of the day, you're leaving with something. You may never have met this person or you've never heard this person before, but that person's story has inspired you to do something, to take an action. And that's what I like to see. That's what I like to hear because when I'm told these things, it means that you're doing something right. Sometimes people may never tell you, oh, I'm listening to your podcast, and that's fine. They want to stay anonymous that's perfect but as long as they're being fed and as long as they're being led to do things that they need to do i'm fine right. you know at the end of the day you like you said you can't please everyone so i'm i'm here on my own journey they're there on their own journey but i'm helping you through the journey to get where you need to go to right right i totally uh, agree with that point because i think like i said I am a big believer of of, uh, of of having genuine conversations, not for conversations for the sake of having them. Yeah. But I think, the, and, and when I say genuine, I think that, that there's another question I've been asked in the past. You know, what do you really call a genuine conversation, right? Um, but, well, to me, I can see it 
clearly in the in in the voice and the and and voice and the tone that people are talking to yeah you know i can be talking to you to you here answering every single question and in every answer i can actually see my business mm that's that's one way of doing it but i think that's not a genuine way of doing it right uh, where i'm i'm using every single opportunity to talk about my business talk about my brand uh but but i think you can see it if you're talking genuinely then you are actually answering questions you're actually in the moment you're soaking in you're thinking you're not craft you're not spitting out pre-crafted words exactly i always keep saying this too content is king context is queen but at the same time the more genuine the backstory is the more the brand can tell itself absolutely because this just totally puts you on the pedestal showing that if you know your why you're going to know how to get there if you know why you need to travel today you're going to know how how much a ticket costs <laughs> you know those are things that are readily available for you but before you get there you need to know why you're going there what is the right. plan how many days am i spending in this place and then you can make those decisions but before even that decision comes the why has to be actually in place for you to create that demand right i agree with you i firmly um, agree with that kind of your point exactly thank you and even speaking from why um This is an amazing question I definitely want to ask you. In terms of building a company because you've seen the corporate side and now you see the entrepreneurial side, how is right. building a company centered around a set of personal values? Um well I've been playing around with this uh question a lot in the in the recent few months. Um so personally i mean uh, i have had a set of values that i started to develop in the last few years so so just to make sure that we are talking numbers right 2016 i i, I quit my job so essentially 2020 this is 2021 but fifth year complete by fifth year rather so it means like five years have gone by and two of those years was uh, was in the bucket of uh, my Cut your break. So, mm. so when I started my show, it was a break. So I don't count that. So three years I've been in quote unquote business, though I started to make money before that. But I think what I really I started to think about uh, here before last in 2019 and 2020, thanks to the pandemic, uh, a lot of time was uh, was at my disposal to think about this too. Is to see how can I actually build a business around. around the brand that I have because I have been for a long for for the first 2 years working as a freelancer yeah. essentially right it's people paid me for my time and uh, of course I had I started to sell my courses which is of course uh, not a freelancing thing it's more entrepreneurial but I think I started to I was doing that as myself and right now in the process of building a team getting people and doing all those things that companies do So I started to see how can I and and questions started to come in when I started to look out for someone to hire. How do I go about hiring people? Mm. How do I should I look for skill sets? Should I look for talent? Should I look for I don't know, background, experience? Uh, and that's when I thought uh, I was uh, I would I needed to have find a better answer to this rather than finding skills and things that HRs do. Mm. And 
and values is a great place for me to uh, for me for me to have found my, uh, an interesting thread of discussions going around. So to think about values a little better, what I really started to do is to think about stories. So goals, goals and purpose stories. How can I how can I really put my values? Uh, and take that and start to put my purpose. You know what I really want to do and achieve from building a business. Yeah. From from myself. You know why did I start doing what I do, what I'm doing right now in the first place, and what do I see myself doing in the next few years? Mm. And I started to use that the purpose statement as a way to actually help me um, to. Yeah, so there was an interesting article I read some time back. And I'll share the link with you after we're done. I don't uh, have that handy, but it was uh, written by Ash Reed. He is the editorial, the chief of editorial at Buffer, the the content company, the one that has the app. And these guys are doing some fantastic stuff. And they and this was a read uh, a write up on his personal blog, where he talks about how do you create a uh, create a brand around narratives essentially a narrative driven brand which is essentially saying i am building this brand around certain bunch a certain set of stories right and we as humans are are, are story creatures we listen to stories we tell stories that's what makes us human yeah and rather than trying to say okay i'm going to build this um, based on a set of values and these values are going to be around x y and z think of it as narratives you know i want and when i say narrative a narrative can be as simple as saying you know i i want to free the world of poverty right that's a that's a good narrative to have if you if you're the kind of if that suits your brand uh, that's a great narrative and that helps you find more people who align with that kind of thinking you know people and it helps you find find brands for example if you want to partner with brands yeah. you can start to see brands with agree with your or subscribe to that kind of a narrative that you have going so i think that's you know that's the direction uh, i've been taking my brand uh, you know we kind of done a whole revamp and still going on in the process but i think the way i started i started to think about this whole thing is what are the narratives that i want to build my brand around mm. and these brands and these narratives are we've broken it down into multiple things you know for example podcasting is marketing is one of the narratives that we have yeah now that's a that's yeah i mean just a three word uh, phrase podcasting is marketing podcasting is relationship building and these are narratives and i think if uh, it's a great way for me to start looking at people who subscribe to that and when i say people partners team team members or for that matter uh, customers if you don't believe that podcasting is marketing i don't really want to do business with you because i don't think we are going to you know go to the promised land together yeah anyways that makes a lot of sense because once you know what your value is then people appreciate you for what you actually offer right. and that right. that comes as a narrative that comes as a story just like we know that not every story is good for everyone not every yeah. brand is good for everyone even though the brand is super 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 good somebody might say hey i have something next door that's even 10 times better that's your opinion right. But that's your preference and nobody ha- holds you down to that. So I feel like right. it's, it's a freedom of choice 
But at the same right. time, it's what you really need in that particular moment that's going to make that change. Right, and 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 it also helps you know us think what we want to do as the custodians of the ground. For example, yeah. one of the things I I had earlier was a course for podcasting, and the course was a paid course, and people learned everything from how you you know the the mechanics of podcasting, which was recording editing etc etc yada yada the entire thing and with these narratives that we pick right now it make make complete sense for us to no longer charge people for those things mm. so one of the things we're doing is completely opening them up they're going to be out on the internet because you don't i don't see value or, or i don't see me adding value to you if you uh, subscribe to this narrative that podcasting is marketing because i'm not teaching you marketing anyways right <laughs> so why should i charge you for it now you could in turn say okay no no i think but you know something else and you could charge for it too that's perfectly fine by me i think i don't want to charge for it mm. so i think that's uh, these are some of the ways it started to change the way we uh, or i have done business at this point it's still me uh, so i think the the way i've done business is changing and there are i think um, yeah i think it's an it's just one way of looking at it but i really like I, i'll i'll give you the link to ashree's article i think it's a great read okay most definitely and i also probably share with the people too when they check out the the podcast show notes and that's something that i've been building because it's so amazing that when i started this series it's called mm-hmm. age which is aspiring global entrepreneurs and I started it on LinkedIn, like a joke. I was like, let me just talk about age, <laughs> you know? And I just said, people are like, what is that? What is that? And it's been almost a year now, and I'm almost hitting the 100th episode for this series. And I said, okay, all the videos are going to be curated after the 100th series. And it was something I just decided to do. It wasn't a, a mar- I didn't have a board meeting. I didn't talk to my investors. I didn't talk to anyone i just said this is what i want to do this is how i want to do it and it's going to come out the right way and as i kept doing that episode two episode three i was like damn 100 is far away now we're on episode 80 something 90 something and you're like oh this is amazing this is a really good plan so i think when you're able to intentionally make a decision and be build that narrative you know build that story time build that understanding that somebody's going to listen to this one day so you have to prepare yourself to actually take in all that information and be that voice that is actually speaking to them so when they listen to this they're like okay yeah this guy did this so definitely i can do it too and once you're able to inspire a lot of people like that you never know what their world is going to turn into and and if you bring a whole lot of good then you've done your part right right totally i think um uh, you know, I mean, by the way, uh, I, I love the the acronym age. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, and yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, stories is something that connects people. And I think personally, I, I really look at uh, that as a great way for, for us to even, you know, tell connect with our customers and inside our little companies. Exactly, exactly. And I really appreciate that. It's just about, you know, making that decision and doing what is right. And then you're able to help people make those decisions, you know, easily 
And sometimes you may look at blogs, you're like, ah, oh, this person said this, this person said that. But when you right. decide to say, I want to do this, then no one can stop you, especially when you have the faith to do it. So yeah. tell me more about design your thinking and how people can actually get value from that because that's a place that I definitely want us to talk about before we close. Absolutely. Um, well, design your thinking, like I said, started with uh, with me taking a career break and uh, and the, the, the whole blog has taken different uh, turns and twists and uh, like it would in any individual's case, we all change and evolve through our years hopefully get better and uh, just like wine yeah but i think uh, design your thinking uh, yeah right now what we are is um it, you know our company's called design your thinking labs and what we really do is uh is help uh people create you know podcasts so that's that's just the the goal of the company to help people create better podcasts and there are these like i said narratives that we are after so we don't say that uh, you should create podcasts for this and you should create podcasts for that. But we do uh, believe in these stories that you know, podcast is relationship building, podcast is marketing. Um, and uh, and we go with these stories and uh, build our products around those things. So what we do is, one is we, one, on one side we do a B2B service where we work with brands to actually help them create podcasts. And we start all the way from business and strategy. That that brings my background from the first 15 years of my life, of my professional life, I would say. And then uh, there is this other side uh, where we actually work with uh, B2Cs and uh, one is through. So far, we've had courses. So, like I said, you know, starting to open up a lot of these courses. And what uh, we're launching in March this year is. Uh, a more uh, cohort-driven program, uh, which is why the free wise live thing is, which is you know I realized uh, that it made more sense for people to go together and uh, me to be available with them as we did it live and as they launch you know created and launch their podcast mm-hmm. and uh, it's a more holistic program covering business and podcasting and storytelling and things of that kind. So, so yeah, so that's the B2C side, uh, the, co- the, the courses and, uh, you know, I have all of them in freeervoice.live. But designer thinking is the umbrella where we are actually doing all of this to be today. Okay. So, yeah, I, that's, that's the brand and that's what we do. Um, yeah, I uh, would love to... Uh, love for you to check it out and uh, if, if there is anything you think uh, flavor is in, uh, is interesting and important and worthwhile sharing I'd be happy to share those resources for your listeners we could put together a special link if you oh yeah definitely I'm definitely down for that because I think every episode is unique and everybody is unique too so it shows that there's individuality and people are able to connect without being fearful about the outcome so is definitely a go-to. Um, if somebody wants to reach you personally, or you know, maybe give you a shout out, or you know, c- connect with you, how can they do that? I'm at Cart V everywhere. So at K A R T V E E. So uh, you know, I'm right, right now. I'm just trying to play around with Clubhouse, and uh, been having some good fun uh, being in a few rooms. But I think you can find me everywhere. Uh, but that said, the best places that you probably will find get a response from me immediately or 
maybe the next 10 minutes is going to be on Instagram. So just find me at Kartvi on Instagram and uh, hit me up and let me know how, how you know, t- tell me your story. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for people's stories. Oh. I realize I learn so much from people's stories. And it's a shame that we were not able to do that on, on the show. Hopefully we'll connect. And uh, I would like to learn more about you. But I think for those of you listening in, hit me up. Let me tell me your story. I would love to know, uh, you know, what keeps you going? Why do you really want to ping this guy sitting in India and Bangalore? Well, how does, uh, how do I, how, how, how can I make an impact and make a positive change in your life? Let me know. Oh yeah, most definitely. And I'm sure people are going to follow you and find you and connect with you, which is the whole point of conversation. Ah, this has been amazing. Podcast. Yeah, this is like podcast 101 for whoever is listening to this podcast because we talk about everything from SEO to digital marketing to lifestyle to, you know, faith to podcasting now to film. And it's great that we're able to add this valuable information for people to just take in and say, huh, this is a new wave. This is a new age of business. So do it the right Right. way. And there are people to help you through the process. So there's really nothing that you can say is an excuse for you right now because it's readily available. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And and, and interestingly, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, we're launching a couple of shows in March along with, uh, with, with the launch of uh, Free Your Voice Live. Free Voice Live, by the way, is not officially launched. So I think uh, uh, one of the shows, it's called The Launch Plan. And what we're really doing and, and what's happened, I think it's going to be useful for you listeners. Because one of the things I realized, flavor in the past three, in three years, not third year, is businesses uh, survive or businesses are businesses in the first place because they are always launching something mm. they're always launching and it could be a personal brand it could be your service it could you could be a dj and you could be trying to get gigs but you're launching yourself out there in the market and uh, this this whole uh, show that we're trying to put together is is around launches and how and it's it's a combination. It's an interesting one where, uh, where we're bringing in stories and also, the, you know, very tactical plans and strategies and things of that nature as well. Uh, all focused around launches. So if any of you is thinking of maybe launching something, it could be whatever it, it is, then uh, you, you're sure to find something really interesting there because we're having people from the biggest names to this, the really up and coming ones too. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for joining the playroom. I really appreciate your time. What time is it even in India right now? Well, it's 8.30 the night. So My, my. It's almost 10 a.m. here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's the only way you can connect. And, you know, I am a night owl, so... So yeah, I'm really, really excited to have had, you know, for, for having spent the last uh, 60 odd minutes with you, Flavor, with you and uh, every single person listening to this right now. Um, you know, I don't know if this video is going to be out, but then thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate and respect each one of you who's listening. And I, I do respect what you're doing. Please keep doing and don't never second doubt yourself. 
that's a big one. Yes, that that is a big home takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I also look forward to being on your podcast too one of these days. Absolutely. Let's do it. Most definitely. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, Flavor. Uh, You too. Take uh, take care of this. Night. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Talk soon.